0: So it truly has become this snowball where I feel like I actually told my team, sometimes I feel like we're on a runaway track because it's going so fast and just so many things and opportunities are coming. And, you know, now we're at a point where we launched in September of 2019. So we're, you know, a year and a half in going on almost two years. We're now saying no to opportunities, which is really exciting for me because that's just new. I mean, before we were like, yes to anything. And now we're really focusing on what is like really going to grow the business
1: brands, we need to talk. It's time to start texting your customers. Yatpo, the leading e-commerce marketing platform, has the most advanced SMS marketing solution to reach customers where they are on their phones. Yatpo enables brands to build unbeatable targeted SMS experiences to create customer connections and drive revenue fast. Visit yatpo.com. That's Y-O-T-P-O.com and get personal with SMS marketing today. there's never been a better time to be a direct-to-consumer business. Join us as we uncover the strategies and scaling secrets of the world's most disruptive brands and agencies. This is DTC Podcast. Hello and welcome to the D2C Podcast. I'm Eric Dick, and today we are super lucky to be diving deep with Tara Williams, founder and CEO of Dreamland Baby Co., the world's first safety certified weighted blanket designed for infants and toddlers. Tara is the matriarch of a family of six on a mission to help parents and children get more better sleep. Welcome to the D2C Podcast, Tara. Can you start by giving me your brand's origin story? Of
0: course. Thank you so much for having me. Um it all started when my son was 6 months old and he was still waking up every hour and a half um it's like a newborn if you've had kids and I was exhausted and at the time I had three other children who were 3, 4 and 5 so it was just total chaos in our in our house and our family um and one night I just laid a heavy throw blanket on our couch on top of him and I noticed he immediately calmed down it was just this like instant moment where he was calm and so I thought, oh, he needs a way to blanket. And for me, like that was my light bulb moment. And, but I thought it already existed. So I raced over to the computer, I got on Google and I was like, this is confusing. It's not coming up. And then I looked on Amazon and I was super shocked that there was nothing in a wearable fashion that's safe. Like what is our product today? So I called my mother-in-law and she sewed our first prototype. It was very clear in my mind. It was, it's almost exactly what our current product looks like. And then a few weeks later, we got it back first night he wore it, he slept for 12 hours. So it was this absolute sleep transformation to the point where we thought this has to be a fluke. But then the next night we tried it 12 hours, you know, 12 hours, here we are two and a half years later, and he, we just keep making bigger sizes. So it was, uh, it was really an incredible, um, you know, sleep success story
1: you're dealing with such a great market. First of all, just parents will will go to the ends of the world to buy anything if they think their kids will like it or will benefit from it or will be educated by it. But you're in this amazing sweet spot of like solving parents' major pain points like getting sleep and also providing a product that enriches the baby's life, the baby's sleep. How how has the growth been in this uh, perfect storm of a market you found yourself in?
0: You know, it's I've worked for a couple other startups. This is my first personal start, well, my first successful one, I should say. Um, So to me, it's just it just seems like this is what it is. But um, I do recognize that you know we we've had we've been incredibly lucky with things like Shark Tank, and you know we got into some major retailers like Nordstrom, Bloomingdale's, Target, like really early on. Um, So there's been some luck aspect, but it's a product that yes, you, you hit the nail on the head. Like parents aren't sleeping their babies not sleeping, it's it's a crisis for the whole family. And we're able to offer a solution that works so well. And, you know, our story with that immediate first night success is very common. It's not every baby, but it happens with a lot. And um, I would say the babies who don't have that immediate success, it's within, within the first week, right? So you have these parents who are desperate, just like I was. And then all of a sudden for $79, right, which is seemingly insignificant and the product lasts for six months um, now they have their life back. Now they're sleeping through the night. So they are telling everybody they know. Like I literally probably told, you know, I was picking my kids up at school. I'm like, I don't know you, but I'm sleeping through the night now. And they're like, okay. Um, so when you have something that's so incredible and it's so helpful, like you're telling people. So it truly has become this snowball where I feel like I actually tell my team, sometimes I feel like we're on a runaway track because it's going so fast and just so many things and opportunities are coming. And, you know, now we're at a point where, we launched in September of 2019. So we're, you know, a year and a half in going on almost two years. We're now saying no to opportunities, which is really exciting for me because that's just new. I mean, before we were like, yes to anything. And now we're really focusing on what is like really going to grow the business. Um, So yeah, I mean, it's really like word of mouth. I would say that is our number one way that the product's moving.
1: It's yeah, I, I can only imagine how powerful that is, uh, you know, given the testimonials I saw here that even in your, you know, when you basically knocked up some prototypes, bad choice of words, when you made up some prototypes uh, and, and distributed them to friends and family, like they, they saw the same results pretty quick as well.
0: Yeah. So what's so interesting, like I said earlier, I mean, the product that is on the market today looks a lot more beautiful. It's m- more refined. It's better, you know, quality and stitching and material, like all the things have been improved but the core of what it is, is the exact same thing that was my first, that was like in my mind that my mother-in-law created. So the, the utility portion of it is the same more or less. So we did, um, you know, we had such incredible sleep success with us. And then when I knew that the product was something that I wanted to take to market or or like become a business, it was immediately people started asking me if my mother-in-law would make one for them. That's when I was like, oh my gosh, you know, this, and, and really like, you know, not, not to get too depressing or dark, but it was a really bad period of my life. Like to make it even worse, my husband was actually laid off from his job of 15 years the day before my son was born. And then when I was on maternity leave, um, my company, I was at the startup, they shut their doors. So we were both, which is like crazy timing. We were both laid off. We have four kids, five and under. I mean, one is just relentlessly crying all through the night. Like we were, it was probably the worst six months of my life. And then if we contrast that, And, you know, the layoffs and things, those were super stressful also. But if we can trust that to the first six months of life for my other three kids, like I loved that. They slept really well. They were just, they were, you know, not every baby is a terrible sleeper. A lot are. I I think I got really lucky. And that's why my first three are all a year apart. But that was such a joyful time for me and my family. And I loved being a mom and having these young kids and, you know, these babies and the snuggles. And then when I compare that to my son, Luke, like I... I, d- I never had postpartum depression, but I was angry. I was angry at him all the time because I was like, you were not sleeping. And then I was yelling at my kids. I was a bad friend. I was a bad wife, mother, you know, and to kind of go through this really dark period. And, but then know like what it's like if you are sleeping and it could be amazing. I looked at it as an opportunity to say, we have this product that can help families always have that first experience that I had. Like this can be a super happy time. You're home on maternity leave. You have a new baby. Like this should be one of the happiest times of your life. And if we have a product that can give that to families, like this is something the world has to know about.
1: Yeah, so you owe felt, it to the world.
0: I owe it. I felt like that. I was like, I'm doing it to service. If like, you know, even my mother-in-law, she said, no way. So these are hand, our products, even today, mass produced, they're still hand stitched. So they take an incredibly long time to make. I mean, individually, one at a time because each there's over 50 pockets and it can't go under a machine because the needle would hit the beads and it would break. So they're actually hand stitched and somebody is moving the beads and stitching it by hand. So it's a very, they're very labor intensive to make. So she said, no way she was not making any more. Um, but I remember I had a friend that was super desperate. She was like, please, please. And so I actually let her borrow mine and she was like, I'm not giving it back. And I'm like, "No, no, no, I need it. So it became this weird thing where like everybody wanted one all of a sudden. So I did find a local manufacturer um, who made a batch of 10. We gave them out and nine out of those 10 babies had that like incredible immediate, you know, within the first week, like super success. And these were terrible, terrible sleepers. So after that small sample size, then I was like, let's go, let's do this. Let's like bring this to the world.
1: Unbelievable. So I wanted to ask about, so when this was already, because it's funny, like, uh, you know, I think I, I, we bought our daughter a weighted blanket, uh, I think when she was a little bit older, when she kind of moved into her own bed, and that was a big success, but but we didn't see these sort of like weighted sleepers on the market. I know one of your big product differentiators is A, that it's wearable, and B, that it's safety certified. And I wow. wanted to ask what that process was like of actually getting something safety certified for kids, because that must be the gold standard in terms of certification.
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, um, the, like there are tons of swaddles and there's tons of sleep sacks on them, on the market, but ours is the only one that has an even distribution of weight, which makes it really unique because it's weighted from the shoulder all the way down to the toe, just like your daughter's weighted blanket, it's the same exact concept. And then because it's wearable, it's safe where um, you know, it can't migrate on the baby's face. So, in the US, we follow the American American Academy of Pediatric Guidelines. And that says no babies under the age of two in a crib have a loose blanket. You wear the blanket, you know, wearable blanket or sleep sack. So that, that's what makes ours um, really unique. For the, the CPSC, um, that is like, it, it's a very extensive, and this is, it is for any product, right? So you have to do, it's beyond just, um, you know, the basics of like is it a good material is it going to fall apart after washing but it's looking at like the lead in the zipper it's like torque testing like could the zipper break off the construction like are the you know beads going to fall out what are the beads made of they can't they have to be non-toxic so it's like looking at every single aspect but we went even above and beyond that i mean our product is like Oikotech standard 100 certified um, we have approval from the international hip dysplasia society um, I mean, we truly went after like any single certifications, applications, anything. And part of that is my background. So I spent 10 years in medical device market development and I stood in operating rooms. I lived and breathed clinical trials. And so I came at this really from probably a different lens than most, um, you know, if, if you're just a mom or I shouldn't ever say just a mom because that is the hardest job in the world. But if you are a mom, or if you're a designer, or you know whatever other background you might have, like mine was really clinical and scientific. So we partnered with pediatricians, pulmonologists, um, NICU nurses, certified sleep consultants. Like we really wanted to make sure everything about this was safe. And I did not bring it to market until um, there was a clinical trial that was done, and it was it was published in October of 2018 it looked at infants in the NICU and it used um, actually 20% body weight for the weighted blankets on the the infants. And we used 10%. So we took what was existing from a clinical trial and then went conservative with it. So that's just, you know, it's, I, I recognize now, like this probably wouldn't be the path that most people would take. Like there has to be a clinical trial. But for me, with my background, I looked at this, like, you know, I'm used to implanting things into people's bodies, right? So I'm like, we're going with the the same like safety stringentness of that for this product. Um, So yeah, we definitely took a little bit of a probably overkill on the safety, but you can never be too safe. And you know, at the end of the day, like I'm putting this on my child. So I, you better believe it was as safe as can possibly be.
1: (laughs) And you're selling peace of mind across, you know, peace of mind for the child and their future, you know, sleep patterns and peace, peace of mind for the parents that they're doing all they can to help their child. So I think it, it makes a ton of sense to have invested all that you did into all those other aspects of peace of mind just so you could be 100% sure. And the, and as you buy it, like, do you display those those uh, those badges like on the site prominently?
0: You know, we probably should do a better job. It, it's somewhere if they, you know, want to really look into like the safety and find yeah. out the safety page. But you know, the interesting thing about it is I think when we first launched, we got some safety questions of the sense of like, Oh my gosh, you're going to kill a baby by putting like these like very outlandish statements. Mm. And really what we realized, it was just a lack of education, not only on our product, but on weighted blankets in general. So for people who hadn't heard of a weighted blanket, they could not understand why you would put weight on anybody, right? And so particularly a baby. Um, so that was confusing, I think, for people at first. But now we're in, you know, going into mid-2021, I would venture to say that most people have heard of a weighted blanket, understand the concept. So we, we really don't get um, very many safety questions almost at all.
1: Cool. What is the concept? I understand it as well. I understand. Is is it just that having weight on, on you just makes you feel more safe and secure? Like what's the actual concept why this works? Do you think?
0: Yeah, no, there's like a true science behind it. And the interesting thing about weighted blankets, I mean, they have been used for like 40, 30, 50 years. These aren't, this is not a new concept, but they were used in the autism community. So it was, um, for people who have autism, they have a very hard time sleeping and settling down and relaxing. And so weighted blankets were used to help calm um, people. And the, the science behind it is with the even distribution of weight, you have receptors all over your body, these perioceptors. And so they're basically activated and it's called deep touch stimulation. And so it lowers cortisol, which is that fight or flight hormone. You know, when you're you're upset and you just, you're like, oh, or you feel like you're gonna like run through a wall or something. Um, it relaxes that. And then it increases melatonin, which is the sleep hormone, right? Like the over-the-counter melatonin, a lot of people think. And then it increases serotonin. Serotonin is the hormone that you feel when you get a hug. So like if you hug somebody, you're getting like an immediate dopamine rush. That's it's a feel good hormone. So that's like the the science of what having weight on. And because it's evenly distributed throughout your body, it's an overall calm. I mean, as an adult, like if you put a weighted blanket on right now, you will feel it's instant. It's immediate. It's not something you have to get used to. Like you feel relaxed. So it's the same concept um, for kids. These are made for dogs. (laughs) I mean, for babies, everybody who wears them. Um, There's there's been so much, I I don't know about in Canada, but in the U.S. where, I mean, adult weighted blankets were claiming like we can cure PTSD and we can cure anxiety and depression and restless leg syndrome. And it's not not a cure, right? And and the FDA said you can't claim a cure, Mm -hmm. but it could be a substitution for medication. So for some people, they have been able to get off sleep medication. Some people have been able to lower their dose, you know, and, and the, we don't have that in the baby, you know, most babies aren't taking antidepressants. Right. But it's the, if you look at like the conceptual values to it, it's the exact same thing for babies and adults and kids and, you know, dogs, everybody else. Um, So that's like the science part behind it.
1: Love it. Uh, Okay. So you mentioned, um. Shark Tank, which is, we love chatting with brands who've had that experience and have been able to leverage it into their marketing. Can you walk through your your uh, your Shark Tank ex- experience and how you've leveraged it uh, to grow the business?
0: Yeah. I mean, gosh, it was, I always think of it like one word. It's just once in a lifetime, or I guess a phrase. It was It was so crazy. It was magical. It was dreamlike. Like, I was on a set. Like, I was a movie star for a day. <laughs> it was a very surreal experience. Um you know, the sharks are, I've watched Shark Tank for 10 years. Like, those are people I admire in, in business and on the show. And um, to be able to stand in front of them and pitch my product. And, you know, the show shows 10 minutes, but I was in there for an hour and a half. So it is a true, like you are truly pitching your product. There's real money on the table. There's obviously nerves involved. There's cameras everywhere. Just a once in a lifetime experience and to be able to go into the tank with people that I admire that have incredible businesses that I've been watching for 10 years. And it's a, it's a true pitch. Like they show 10 minutes on TV, but I was in the tank for an hour and a half. So it's, it's real and it's, it's crazy, but Um, We did make a deal with Lori Grenier, who was my dream shark. So that was super exciting. And then after the show, um, we got calls, you know, we had reached out to a lot of these big box retailers and I don't even think they responded, but then they reached out to us. So their buyers had seen us on Shark Tank. And so I think it was like Nordstrom and Bloomingdale's were the first two. And after that, it was just kind of a cascade. Like once you're in one, then they all want you to be in their store. So That was super helpful. And then we also could not have had better timing. We aired on a Friday night at seven o'clock during a global pandemic when there was nothing to do on the season finale and we made a deal. So it was, it was just the perfect, you know all the pieces lined up Um, again. And this is where I'm like the luck piece comes in because it just, we're so fortunate with the timing but 7 million people watched that night. So you can imagine, you know so many people bought it and then they had great experiences and they shared. And so when I talk about that snowball, like that's when it really started, started rolling and moving. Um, And we just had, you know, people tagging friends on social media, like, look at this product, you should buy it. So it, it, yeah, it, it just, I mean, we would not be where we are today without having been on the show. And like, I always say that I, I will say we've worked really hard. You know, we've got some lucky breaks, but uh, that definitely like, put us on the map to scale the way we're scaling now.
1: But you also wouldn't have been able to grow. If you had that show and your product wasn't as dialed as your product has been, and the use case wasn't as apparent to everyone, it wouldn't have worked as well. Uh, so it's, 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 I just, I hear in your story just, uh, you know, again and again of just, um, yeah, like having a novel concept that that helps that really, truly helps people is what you start with. Uh, and then once you execute on that, it's like everything else becomes more valuable. It, it like we've heard of lots of shark stories where they they didn't get the they maybe they didn't make a deal, but they were still able to leverage it into success with ads. But when you're able to make that deal and you're able to connect with that many people, I wanted to ask, like, obviously, you've leveraged it in, into your marketing uh, in an ongoing way, which is super smart. Um, But when you like, what was the boost like? On that Friday, like over that weekend, what kind of boost did you see in sales?
0: It was insane. I think like in that weekend, we had done more sales than we did in the whole year to date. Like that year, it was crazy. Um, Because again, seven million people were watching, so a lot of people bought it. And and again, like when you know, I I've, I've said the word luck quite a few times on this podcast, but we, um, so the way Shark Tank works, we filmed in September and then they said it will air between January and then the season finale is May 15th. So you can air anytime in there. So our, because of COVID, our inventory was super delayed and we kept getting bumped off the line because um, the factories were making, I'm, I'm at a textile factory. So they were making like PPE gear and different things. And so I felt like it was every week, my sourcing agent would call me and be like, I'm so sorry. Like we're not starting yet. They said, you know, push going to push at 10 days. And and then Chinese New Year was in there. So we were so delayed that Q1, like January, February, March, we hardly had any inventory. I mean, just, we did no marketing efforts. It was, it was just like, if somebody came to our website and found us, like we'd sell them a product, but the second we turned marketing on, like we ran out of stock. So we had no inventory. And in March, I remember, remember I saw some so when you go you're like kind of hanging out waiting to film and you're there all day and so you're with all the other entrepreneurs and then obviously when I pitched I remember what they were wearing and so in March I had seen that they filmed they, they aired people that I had like had lunch with and that and I remember and I was like oh my gosh so then I was like we didn't make it like we didn't You know, they didn't decide to choose Mm. us because even though we filmed and we made a deal, there's still no guarantee you're going to air. You only find out two weeks prior. So I remember I emailed them and I said, hey, like I just saw everybody from my day. Like, I'm assuming we didn't make it, but like, do you tell us either way if we don't? And they, the guy, they wrote back and they're like, hold the faith, like just hold on. And so I was like, what does that mean? Like it was cryptic. And so I figured we'd be on, but then every week I'd watch the show. And you know, obviously two weeks prior, I know so it was like the two weeks are going down. And now I'm like, unless we are on the season finale, like we didn't make it. And then I got the email and I was like, oh, like we are, because my husband kept saying, like maybe they're saving best for last, and I'm like, what are the odds of that, you know? So it was so exciting, and it was this, like, it was this such like we have waited from September until May, so it was like waiting and waiting and waiting, but we got all of the, we we got six months worth of inventory in in April, and so if we had aired in March, we would not have been able to sell anything because at that point we didn't know when the inventory was coming, wow. and it came in like literally. I think it was like almost to the day when we got the call that was like, you're going to go on in two weeks. It was the end of April. So we had so much in- inventory on hand. We still ran out. We ran out of six months of inventory and we had another batch that was coming. So we had like a couple of weeks where people had to wait. But I mean, again, like if we had been on in May, we we would have just had to have, say sold out because I had no idea when it was coming. So, so much of it is timing and so much of, of it was luck. And I just feel so blessed the way everything kind of happened, but it it happened perfectly for us.
1: Well, again, you're on a mission. So I think maybe the world just knows this stuff needs to get out there. So it was aligning to, to, to make sure a lot of parents could get some better sleep out there. How did nutrition brand Newsist increase their cart conversion rate? They became an eco-friendly brand with EcoCart. EcoCart is a free e-commerce plugin for D2C brands to offer more sustainable products through carbon neutral ordering options at checkout. Visit EcoCart.io to get started on your path to saving the planet while profiting. i wanted to move into the marketing side of things like so obviously you know because the other thing is like when you make those sales on on uh, on shark tank every single one of every single person who buys your product knows other parents. So every single person becomes an evangelist uh, if it works for them, especially, right? Like it's, it's really great from that perspective. And, And you've built this, you know, this product that people love and it works and you've got all this great organic stuff. And I wanted to know when you move that into ads, like how have your results in, in like paid, paid acquisition on Facebook, for instance, been?
0: yeah they're they're really good so we were with an agency that was really inexpensive and pretty inexperienced from the time we started and i chose them because like we didn't have these you know $10,000 a month budget like that just was out of the question and when we first started with our ad spend i mean we were spending you know $1,000 for the month right like very very low budgets and so to pay an agency more than i'm spending more than I'm, like it didn't make sense so this agency um we were getting good results but like our account was a mess and i know nothing about it and i knew that we they had a really junior person on it that when we as we tried to like really scale that's when it was very apparent that like we did not have the infrastructure to do that based off the way the account was set up Mm -hmm. so we had a couple of rough months this year where we're like let's like throw some gas in the fire because like our row ads are great and they weren't. And we we lost some serious money. And so I actually just switched to a new agency that's amazing. And they've basically like stripped down our account, reset it up. We're putting up, you know, totally new ads. Um, so I think you know, you you have these moments as, as the leader of the company and and the person responsible for the revenue and and the profit. And that was a major failure on my part because I knew for about six months, like we need to change. I just couldn't find the right partner that I wanted to pull the trigger with. Um, so it's been interesting. I'm like in this real time where like we made the switch the mid last month um, and things are are improving, but we, we had a little bit of a tough time, especially with the iOS change. We were just mm-hmm. not set up for that with the last agency. Um, but again, like we always were getting fairly good returns, but now we're getting like incredible returns because we are with a legitimate, I shouldn't say legitimate, but a more experienced agency. And
1: that scale too. I think, I think when you have a great product, like, the, like yours, anyone probably in the beginning could have thrown up some ads and, and seen some right. good ROAS, but to the way you, you spoke about it there, that they, they weren't sort of set up. They didn't have the foundations to really scale those ads up those audiences, those creatives. Um, yeah. And it's really cool that you're, you're achieving both the scale you're looking for and, and the ROAS with this new scenario.
0: Yeah. And, and I remember just, the day that, and I had several people review it and nobody really had such, um, I guess, honest feedback as the person we went with. And he was like, your account is the worst I've ever seen. And I was like, oh my gosh. And like, I knew that, like, I I was pretty sure I didn't know it would be the worst, but I knew it wasn't good. And I remember talking to one of my girlfriends who also owns a business. And I was like, oh my gosh, I was like, I just feel like such a failure because I let this go on for months. And I knew, and like, And she was like, but no, this is an amazing moment for you because think about how much opportunity you have now. Right. So I love that perspective. And that's just in business. Like you can look at, there's a fire every day. Right. So you can look at every scenario and say, either this is an opportunity for growth and it's amazing. Or like, oh my gosh, you know, we've been burning money for four months and didn't make a change. But so I, I'm super excited. I think we're going to totally crush our number for this year. Um, this partner I'm obsessed with. I'm literally like, I owe you my life. What can I do? Um, so yeah, we're, we're going in a really good direction. And then we're going to start on Pinterest. We've never done that before. And I think that'll be huge for us. Just that top of market. Um, I know it's a, a different you know, profile of people than, than Facebook and Instagram. Um, really more browsing. But I think that'll be great for us to get those in the funnel. And we've thought about TikTok. But I can't quite... Figure that one out yet? <laughs> That's something we are interested in looking at, but I'm not sure.
1: I've just gone on TikTok myself personally from this podcast, talking with brand owners, yeah. and and I'm I'm pretty obsessed with it as well. I think we're going to be running some some traffic there, um, in their little in their business sector. But it's just such an engaging platform yeah. uh, that if you can find the right creators, the right uh, you know user generated content, the right cre- uh, yeah creators, as I say. Um, you know, I think think there's a real chance for virality there. How do you guys think about influencers and user-generated content in general?
0: Yeah, we, you know, I think with my product, so if we look at like, you know, a water bottle, for example, you see it online, it's a pink water bottle, you order it, it's a pink water bottle, you put in water, you drink out of it, it works, right? Our product's a little bit different because, you know, the quality is unmatched, so there's no question there, and it's super soft, and everybody loves that, and we use like you know, the best materials and, and, you know, that reflects in the price, but the variable is like, will it help my baby work? Like, will this help my baby sleep through the night? Right. And we do not have a money back guarantee. And, you know, part of that is because I'll give you an example. We, when we first launched, we had a parent who had a baby who was one month old and they were like, my baby's not sleeping 12 hours. Your product doesn't work. And I was like, well, if your baby was sleeping 12 hours, they wouldn't be eating and they'd probably be malnutrition. So (laughs) like, let's wake that baby up and feed them. So it's like, it's kind of subjective. What people think is sleep success or the sleep they believe their baby can achieve at the certain age they are. Mm. So for those reasons, we can't say like everyone, you know, a hundred percent because people, some people have unrealistic expectations on that. So then it becomes, okay, I'm spending $79 and, you know, I'm paying for shipping Is it going to work? And so if you have an influencer that is sharing, there's one thing to share my story, but I'm also the founder. I wouldn't have created a company if it wasn't absolutely life-changing for me, which it was. But when we have influencers that share basically my story, but it's their kid and their version and their age, and they're saying this changed my life. Then people say, I trust them and they're like a friend to me. I would listen to a friend's opinion. And so I think for our brand in particular, influencers are super important. You know, they are for everybody, but like when they share their story, that's what gets people to buy and say, you know, I want to try it and I want that success too. Mm -hmm.
1: I love it. I'm looking at your ad library and I don't, I see, I see you leveraging the Shark Tank ads, which is great. I don't see as many, maybe I I just have to click into the videos, but does, are you actually leveraging that UGC influencer content in your Facebook ads?
0: Yeah. And right now we are like really restructuring. So, um, you know, this, our sales in May were a little bit lower than in the previous month, and that's the first time we've had, uh, you know, we've literally been like straight up. And so this is the first time where it's it's kind of been flat, almost uh, a little bit below. And that was because we we almost virtually shut off ads, which was really interesting to do because I saw how little we were getting from our ads, right? Mm. Like when we shut them off, I, I thought, you know, our business is going to fall apart 80% and, and it really maybe went down 20%. So I was like, oh my gosh, we're spending all this money, but we're really not getting any of the return that we thought we were. So basically shut off ads for a couple of weeks and like totally restructured our account. So we're slowly building if you're looking at the ad library. But um I know there's at least two out there that I've seen. So they're they're adding things in kind of uh slowly that yeah, they have like a review kind of thing. So it should be so cool.
1: And and that content will just do extremely well on TikTok when you when you you know get around to that or 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 Pinterest as well, I imagine. Well, uh,
0: can't figure out because it sounds like they are not set up really to advertise. Like you can advertise on there, but from my research and talking with some agencies, um, like they don't have it figured out. So it's more along the lines of Pinterest where it's just like, they're just throwing it to everybody and you'll probably get a lot of traffic to your site, but it's not gonna be a high conversion. Right. We're like Facebook and Instagram. They're really dialed in and they know exactly like who to target and who to mm. show it to and all the user, you know, the user profiles. And that's just not happening on TikTok quite yet. Unless, you know, other tell me your secrets.
1: A, a little bit. I'm just learning about it. I, we're, we're, we're working. We have a, a, an expert who's, you know, expert. He's been on it the platform for six months now and he's taken several of our clients onto it. Um, and it's a re- it's an interesting hybrid. They do have the performance levers, the audience targeting, the retargeting, you know, the um, you know, the lookalike audiences, things like that. that You can get on Facebook, um, but then what you really want to do, you don't want to just put your ad content on there because you do have this opportunity to go crazy viral. Like, you know what I mean? Like that it's one, it's one of those platforms where even with ads, you can still get a large amount of like organic reach. Um, right. which is, which is the really attractive thing about it for me. Uh, we're looking at different influencers that we could bring on. We're trying to get Kevin O'Leary. So if you've got a contact with him, uh, from shark tech, we, we want him to, to promote our newsletter for us.
0: <laughs> oh,
1: I think, I think that could be good. So let's talk about, so that was, that's a really interesting story about you shutting off ads with your previous formation and o- only going down 20%. The rest of that, that's just sort of organic. Um, that's, that's organic traffic that continues to come in from all of the, the, uh, the, the press that you've received uh, word of mouth is, is it, was that really just the organic like rolling that was going on?
0: You know, um I would say that, yeah, we we have, we've got some good for us. Like we're, in, you know, in a lot of places we're sold on a lot of retailers. So we we have like a $10 off coupon on our site. So, you know, somebody might look for us and see us at, you know, Target, but then want to come to our site instead. Um, I don't know. I mean, really it's one of the things where I'm like, where is this coming from? Because I thought it was always Facebook and Instagram. And I, I will say that I think some of the Shark Tank wave has definitely died down a little bit. Like Mm -hmm. we're we're, we're seeing that for sure. Um, You know, people always love to see that you're a Shark Tank brand and it kind of gives you this instant credibility. But um, as season, let's see, 12 now is on, like people aren't watching as much as our season because we were getting that where people DVR it or, you know, it's recorded. And I'm one of those people like Friday night, nothing to do. Like, let's go look at Shark Tank. Um, and, but now because there's a new season, I think it's like a little bit less. So, yeah, I mean, I think a lot of it was, a lot of it was organic. People are searching for it, right? Like as they become more popular and more known, people are looking for this product. So that's something people are looking up. Um, we did do a lot with like a blog and SEO, Uh, a blog writer was one of the first people I hired. So, you know, we've had content that's lived now for a year and a half and some really robust articles that people find when they're looking something for something like this. So I guess I, I guess organic would be the right word. We have a PR agency, you know so like we're doing all the things we yeah. you know we have retention through email and SMS and so we're doing all of all of the different efforts are and you know we have a we have our influencers, our affiliate program, um, kind of all the basics that you know any e-commerce brands doing.
1: What's your stance on Amazon?
0: Yeah, so Amazon's a really interesting one. So I had this idea that if we went on Amazon, we'd like immediately get knocked off and and I think, part of that is because i have one of my really good friends her name's tammy and she has the company tush baby and it's a it's a hip carrier and um but they they there's a there is a little bit different than ours because they don't they're not able to get a patent because it's like a, a kind of under a backpack so we we do we have a um utility patent it's still pending but you know it's in the works so we're protected from that side so i think we should be okay um but I looked at Amazon. See, I'm also, the problem with me is like, I don't go on social media. I don't buy anything. I don't shop anywhere. I don't do anything. <laughs> like,
1: you got four kids. Like, my
0: whole team is like, <laughs> yeah, they're like, who are you? Like, you don't know any <laughs> current events. Like, do you actually live under a rock? I'm like, pretty much. So I actually don't have Amazon Prime and I don't shop on Amazon. The only time I go on Amazon is if I'm looking for the cheapest option that is most likely foreign made that I'm going to use for a few times and then it's going to fall apart. So to me, that's what Amazon is. However, I do recognize that I mean now like Gucci is sold on Amazon, right? So it's for a lot of people. They do go on and they see it as a platform that is like Google, like you Google something or you like Amazon search something. And um, I believe that number was like 60% of people use it as a search platform if they're going to buy something so it's definitely a huge opportunity for us, Um, and I think another reason we haven't gone on is. um, We just like we don't have the manpower right now so like we're, we're truly when I tell you we're on like a runaway train I mean it is i'm like hiring people I feel like. I'm constantly interviewing. That's what I spend half my time doing. So we're, we're bringing more and more people on. So I hope this year we can we can, and if not, definitely by 2022. Like we'll have we'll be on, we'll be set up, we'll have all the things.
1: Very cool. I see someone. I see someone is selling your stuff on on there from Dearborn Baby, uh, which which is interesting. But it's not you. I wonder if if because your product is handmade and because it's more complex, if that makes it less likely to be knocked off. Uh, you know,
0: people, I I think there's an element to that because. I will say like a lot of the cost of this product is the labor part mm. of it. And that's what really drives it up. So I, I do have a bit of a hope that, you know, if we do go on, it just wouldn't be as attractive to other people. But, you know, as soon as something goes on Amazon, you know, this and everybody can see who's performing well and who, what, like I could look at what a, any other company's doing on Amazon. And when it starts selling, people start making it. And then I just felt like we didn't have the bandwidth to go in and start like you know, I don't know if we'd even need to send like cease and desist or like what we'd need to do, but it just, Amazon was so overwhelming to me that I feel like, you know, we have this website and then my background, I have, you know, I'm a salesperson at heart. So I love the sales part. So I love interacting with the buyers and like talking about strategy at Target with like my target rep. And so I love that part. And Amazon, to me was just like, I don't know, really confusing, but yes, we need to be on there. Like I, people tell me that all the time. They're like, you've got to get on there, like get over your fears. And so I did just hire a head of sales. She starts in two weeks and that is one of the things I've signed to her. So said to cool. figure out how to get us on there. So you'll see us on there sometime in the near future.
1: Love it. Um, One of the things I noticed on your site that we always talk about is the ways that people can uh, increase their average order value. And you've got, you've got some interesting things. You've got, you've got your bundle that takes a baby from an infant all the way up to a toddler, I imagine uh, with the three sizes, how uh, you've also got a really interesting info product. You've actually got the sleep basics, like training guide. Uh, Can you talk a little bit about these additions and, and how they've helped increase your average order value?
0: Yeah. You know, the, the sleep basics guide is, is something that we put together really for that parent. That's like, um, you know, I don't know what appropriate, how many hours my baby should sleep or, you know, when I was looking for, when I was w- with my first, cause now I'm four time mom. So I kind of have the rhythm, but I never knew like, when should they be sleeping? How much should they be sleeping? What does the schedule look like? When should they be like, I never really knew that. And you know, most of this information you can find online, but we partnered with a certified sleep consultant. So she created it based off her, you know, program. And so that's really helpful for parents. Um, And, you know, if somebody's kind of confused, they can reach to that. The having the two, the interesting thing about that is we had so many parents that would buy one, and then they would come back like a week later, 10 days later, and then email our customer service team and say, Hey, I only bought one, you know, but I want to buy a second. Like, can I take advantage of that bundle? Because with the bundle, it brings you over a hundred dollars. So you get free shipping and then you also get $20 off. So it, it's a really good value. Um, and, you know, sometimes we let people, I, I I tell my customer service team, like if they're nice, sure. If not, you don't know. No. I shouldn't be saying this on air because everybody's going to email us but so then we started putting that like in the product page where like if you want to buy a second one when you're on the first one like and get free shipping and we see that code is used tons um because it's a product that you know people don't want to sleep without like they will will have people reach out and go oh my gosh I wasn't sure if it was like the sleep chaining or the sleep sack but last night it was in the wash and it wasn't dry yet and we slept without it it was horrible we were up all night and like you know we need a second or people want a second for a grandparent's house or daycare. So, you know, buying two is is definitely really common. Um, So bundling it together just makes sense. And then, you know, customers save money and they save shipping. So it's it's a, it's a high purchase for us for sure.
1: Love it. And I mentioned earlier just about how every one of your clients or, you know, uh, customers kind of becomes uh, an advocate when it works for them, I'm sure naturally, but you've also built out an affiliate program. And I also see you have a sleep consultant program. You talk about the difference between those two situations and how they're working for you.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So our sleep consultants, so I had never heard of a sleep consultant, but basically what they are is they're, they're a coach for sleeping. So now I feel like I could be a sleep consultant with how many people I've talked to and all the research and studies that I've done and read and medical community I've talked with. But the really interesting thing about baby sleep is it is not a born with behavior. It's a behavior we need. Like everybody needs to sleep naturally like biologically but it's not a skill that babies have so if you think about the first time that a baby goes to eat like the you know the baby food and you put it into their mouth they're like oh you know they're like spitting it out um it's the same thing with sleep so they truly do need to have some degree of training. Now, is, does that have to be a formal coach for everybody? No. But baby needs to go into their crib on their own awake and then learn this is what it means to fall asleep. When I am in this environment, that is a cue to me that it is time to sleep. So some babies, you know, you just kind of put them in their crib and they sleep great. A lot of babies don't. <laughs> and that's where you, know, you get these parents. And then a lot of times it's actually us as parents because nobody likes to hear their baby cry. So we take them out and we rock them to sleep and then you put them in their crib and then they wake up in the night and they're not going to go back to sleep unless they're rocked. So we create these bad habits for our babies or, you know, feeding to sleep or putting in a swing to sleep, you know, these different things. And so um, sleep, their sleep coaches, just like a sports coach, they literally train you and give you the guidelines and the schedules um, and all that. So when, when we started thinking like we should work with sleep consultants, it was because they would reach out to us and say, Oh my gosh, like I've recommended your product to a couple of people. And they're so happy with it. Like, just want to like, like, you know, just giving us feedback, like just wanted to let you know how much my client loved it. Or, or they'd like email us and say, you know, our sleep training with your sleep sack, it was like an amazing result. Look at this client's email. And the emails are always like, so over the top. They're so like, truly people use words like, you know, godsend, save my life, save my marriage. And, and it's true. Like it's, yeah. so it's, it's really rewarding getting those, but that's when we thought, you know, these sleep consultants are anybody who has a follower, one person, you're an influencer. Like I'm an influencer in my family. Cause I influence the way my kids dress and the food we eat. So like everybody's an influencer. So these people are in essence, an influencer because they are telling their, you know, audience of people who aren't sleeping, what they should be buying. And so we have a program just for them. And then we have a program for affiliates, which we haven't done a good job with. I need to do better on that. But that's really just like, if you're a mom and you've tried it and you want to tell your friend about it and like you get $10, they get $10. We haven't really promoted that. We haven't done a good job with that. And then the final is um, influencers, like true influencers. Excuse me. Um, and so we are trying to build that program as well. And a lot of this just comes from the fact that, you know, it seems so obvious that we would like hurry up and do this, but we just, were are a really small lean team. So it's like, where are we gonna put our efforts and where is gonna be the most return for us? Um, and I think, again, we have such a huge opportunity to grow and scale with these programs, um, but we really need to get like some more, you know, somebody like truly full-time dedicated to it.
1: You mentioned something off the beginning, just about the the dark period that, that you you know you had, you know, in those early days and, and and these emails that you get where people are saying these really incredible things, godsend, life-changing, all these things. It's parenthood is such an interesting time because it's like you're going through this thing and you know everyone else has gone through it. So you so you, you don't but at this but at the same time, it's hard to overestimate how dark it can get and how, and how stressful and how, you know, but, but you it's, it's this interesting position where it's going to be some of the most stress you'll ever feel as a person when you're in those situations. But at the same time, it's, you're sort of like, oh, well, I guess everyone goes through this, but it's, it's, it's so, I don't know exactly what I'm saying here, but it's a, it's really cool that you have a product that really addresses this, this super common, but very impactful situation.
0: No, I know exactly what you're saying, because I think it, it's people have just accepted that this what it is what it is what it is but it doesn't have to be like that's the thing you know and and I as somebody who had three super amazing experiences and I had one terrible experience like I know it doesn't have to be this way and so as parents like we need discipline right because it's a lot easier just to you know, co-sleep with our baby and feed them to sleep, right? Some people choose to co-sleep, but you know, for me, I didn't want to, and so that was just something that was really hard. Those nights you fall asleep while you're feeding the baby, um, and and it becomes this hard time. But it doesn't have to be. You can have you know your baby sleep trained, and you can use you know some physicians call it like a prop, and it's truly something that's helping them and assisting them on their journey to sleep on their own. So our product, you know, could be a prop. So you can use different props and. And that can be anything like a noise machine, blackout shades, um, you know, maybe your baby doesn't need a, a dreamline baby sleep sack, but just you're putting them in a, in a regular sleep sack that's non-weighted. But when they see that sleep sack, like that's their cue that it's time for bed. Like a lot of babies will start crying when they walk in their nursery and it's because they know they're going to sleep and they don't want to go to sleep. So it can be a really good time. We just need to kind of like put in the work and you know, however we
1: can train the baby and train the parents i think that's that's the big one too is it, it, it a lot of a little it, bit you, yeah well it's it is like anytime as a parent you you you're, you're, you're going to you know as especially as kids get over get older you get what you give if you come to a situation with stress or or angst or anger you know you're quite often going to get that back uh, and, and I feel the same is true you know with with knowing a, a system and knowing something, okay, this is how I should try it or this is a way that works for other people that I should try and knowing and having to be able to stick to it in a way and not you know go to that easy solution right away um, is 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 pretty cool. All right. I've got some uh, some some rapid fire questions here. Can you okay. name a D2c brand that you're a big fan of outside yours? I, you were just saying you're not much of a shopper, but uh, are there any brands that stand out?
0: Okay. One that I just bought, what do they call native deodorant? Cause I'm trying to go all natural with, or, or, you know, less toxins Yep. All my stuff.
1: Love it. Uh, okay. And, and then if we were to grant you a 50 K uh, grant to be used in your marketing, where specifically would you leverage that right now?
0: Very easy question. I would pay some big influencers and have them talk about our product
1: nice. who's your do you have like an ideal influencer? Do you have someone in mind for who would be your ideal influencer? We love to put things out on this podcast and maybe they're listening. So
0: okay, ideal influencer. Um oh 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 I I totally love her. Um oh my gosh, I'm blanking on her name. She's the gymnast and she's really tiny and she, and her husband is super darling and they're this cute couple. Um Sean Johnson, that's her name. Ah uh, cool. Yes. Yeah, that
1: that would be good. I, I, the one that comes to me f- for mind for you would be like Jennifer Garner. I feel like Jennifer Garner uh, as a mom she, would be like yeah, a, a really good. Babies, uh... though I don't think. She what, sorry?
0: She doesn't have babies.
1: Oh, maybe. Yeah, she doesn't have. Ba- you need yeah. to have people in that moment right now. Yeah.
0: Yeah, they need to have a baby. Sean's baby, I think, is a. Lo- I, I want to say she's pregnant again. Is that right? Yeah, yes. I don't know. Yeah, I don't even go on social media, but I did follow her for quite a while, and her and her husband are just so cute and so they're like they like do pranks on each other. So really funny.
1: Amazing. So if anyone listening knows Sean Johnson, let's see if we can connect <laughs> yes. Tara and Sean. Uh awesome. I want to thank you so much for coming on the podcast today. If people want to know if I've got any listeners in the audience out there who are having trouble with uh, with sleeping, including my co-founder Jeff, who we're gonna arrange something after this for, uh, how do you recommend they get in touch with uh, with Dreamland Baby Co.
0: Yeah, so we were um really active on Instagram, so it's Dreamland Baby Co. And then we're attempting to be active on TikTok. We we do make a lot of videos that nobody's watching, so come watch us there. Um and then on our website, dreamlandbabyco.com. We have um, we have a chat bot so you can talk with our team there I get on there every once in a while so you might get me if it says like your customer agent is Tara that's me talking because I love staying connected with our customers and knowing what they're thinking and feeling um, and then of course you know email call us it's all on there
1: <laughs> nice all right thanks Tara good luck uh, in, in family with your family uh, this week and 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 through the summer uh, and go tend to your son
0: awesome <laughs> thanks so much Eric I have really appreciate day.
1: it yeah thanks okay. bye, bye.